Welcome to The Band Hall, a Young Band Directors of Texas podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Chelsea Frazier, president of YBDT, and with me is Amanda Blackstone, our executive director. YBDT is a nonprofit organization for young band directors in Texas. We're here to talk about the ins and outs of teaching band, especially in the first few years of your career. Today we're talking about the month of May and the special challenges that it brings us each year. Welcome to The Band Hall. Okay, well, I gotta say, guys, I'm really glad that we started recording this episode because Chelsea and I are going down the rabbit hole. We were just talking about Britney Spears and giggling way too much, and we need to get serious and talk about May. (laughs) (laughs) Unless you guys want an episode on Britney Spears, then I'm down. I mean... (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I would be happy to oblige, for sure. For sure. But maybe for another time. But of course, it came up, she came up because of that Justin Timberlake meme that goes around, like, it's gonna be May. Every year. Then they changed it. Someone made a new one with Britney because, you know, nobody is Team Justin anymore and everyone is Team Mm. Britney. Because if you've seen that movie about saving Britney Spears, it does not put Justin Timberlake in a very good light. Plus, we've seen that meme so many years in a row, it's time for a new one. It was clever the first time. Does he even still look like that? That's what I want to know. That's probably a 20-year-old picture. Yeah, at least, at least. So May, we, we started talking about all these different things that we could talk about about this time of year. And then, you know, I think it was you, Amanda, you said, let's just talk about May. <laughs> There's just so <laughs> many different things that happen in this month. Um, and May, me- mainly meaning like end of the year. Because I know some of you guys go into June. This is the first year that we haven't gone into June um, since I've been teaching. Thank Woo-hoo. goodness. I know, May 28th, I'm out. Um, but there's so much that happens. So let's just run through the different things. I mean, the first thing on my mind is star test. It is, I know it is star test and there's so many, and those of you that are in high school, y'all get hit hard with testing this time Mm -hmm. of year. I'm here sitting here complaining about six or eight star testing, which is enough for me. Um, but I know you guys have all kinds of like EOCs and, star test and um sats and ACTs all the acronyms and, yeah, all of them um and you have kids that get pulled out and the school shuts down and you have to remember that that's this time of year and you you just got to plan for it yep i i have already today is may 3rd and i have already turned to the people i work with and said yep it's the month of May. It's, yep. Because <laughs> I've already had kids getting pulled out of my class for random things. I've had a lot of what I would call spring fever going around my middle school children where they start making really terrible life choices mm-hmm. for no reason besides the fact that they're just, I don't know, got cabin fever and bored. I'm not really sure. But next thing you know, little Johnny has been sent to ISS for flinging his boogers at Sally. Who knows, and, yeah. Yeah, and you're like, that kid, that kid did that? And it's like, yep, because it's May. And that's what we do in May. We go bonkers. Yeah, it, it feels like it. So what do you what do you usually get drawn to do for star testing? Do you usually get a, uh, a room? Or are you a monitor? What do you get? Oh, gosh. Well, I've kind of done it all. I was, my first job, I was like a bathroom monitor, which Ooh. I felt pretty lucky to do that with the exception of having to sit outside the door and literally hear middle schoolers go to the restroom all day which it it does it gets gross but it was kind of nice not to have to administer then my next job 
they I made the mistake of giving the impression of being very detail oriented and reliable. So next thing oh, you no. know, I was in like the most what they would probably have considered one of the more challenging rooms to administer to. So like, you know, special ed students with a lot of fancy accommodations. And then mm-hmm. I actually did a lot of the online testing. I administered online tests before that was a big thing because like this year that's that's a thing but yeah past few years I've done that already and it was gosh and so this year I don't know what they're gonna have me do but I opened my big fat mouth and I told my the AP who's in charge of testing that I did have experience with online testing and I regretted (laughs) it the minute I said it and now I'm thinking I will likely be administering a test again See, I've never done bathroom duty, which I kind of want to because you get to sit down all day, like, and just zone mm-hmm. out. But you're right. You do have to listen to the toilets flush all day. So uh, I'll give you that. Yeah. Um, I think, so we have two star tests coming up this week. Um, and I think I'm relieving for mm-hmm. both of those, mm-hmm. which I don't mind. But when you have your own room, you can kind of control the environment and the expectations, mm-hmm. which is much nicer. But I've done online testing. It was really easy for me. Maybe it was, I just got lucky with the rooms that I got. But, man, watching kids take a test for hours yes. is yes. a drag. It is Well, a that was drag. part of the, the issue when I did the online testing is that I was with a group of really really extended time oh so it took a lot longer and they didn't I expected them to like take them from me eventually and you know how sometimes they'll like move all the ones that are still testing to like the library or something but no they just left me in there for a really long time (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah it's well you know now that we're talking about it I don't think there is any fun job for testing. I think no. probably the best job is taking the test, honestly. <laughs> I would take the test. And yeah. I, totally, give me that eighth grade science star. <laughs> I would totally. <laughs> give me the test. I'd much rather do that. Where, well, When you're you have, the test taker, you know, you have people bringing you snacks. I and you know. get to go to the restroom whenever you need to, mostly. And things like that. You sharpen and, my pencil for me. Mm-hmm. And when you're... Um, and when you're a grown-up and you're in the testing environment, I don't think there is any good job. I think that being no. a reliever stinks. I think that being an, an, someone who administers the test, a proctor or whatever, stinks. Mm-hmm. And I think being a bathroom person literally stinks, stinks as well. Literally stinks. <laughs> <laughs> um, I play the game of how many shoes in here are Nikes. And I look at all their shoes. Um <laughs> I look, <laughs> I, I don't know. I just make up games for myself all day. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and I, just to keep myself busy, I'll do laps around the room, do mm-hmm. some calf raises in the back, right? Mm-hmm. Go sit in this corner, but then go to sit. In, I have like little perches <laughs> around the room. Seriously. Um, but you do have to be careful. There are some, you know, some serious, serious things with Star, and you guys all know mm-hmm. this, but. Um, there's some serious things, so just make sure you're yeah. paying attention to the rules. Administering the star is an important part of yeah. what we do. It's a big deal, um, and it's, you know, they they come around and watch, and sometimes you'll have people from the district or from TEA or whatever. Just make sure you're doing it right. It's not hard. Just make sure you're doing it right. I've had kids, you know, try and take the star with a pin before. <laughs> um, I had I was relieving a room this last time, and 
at the end they said okay you can give your kids your their cell phones back and he pulled his out of his pocket and i'm like geez man so i had to go report that <laughs> so uh, anyway so that's star have fun everybody it's yeah that's the best May. time of the year that's testing May. getting kids Ugh. pulled out mm-hmm. so like we have um i think it's like some academic award ceremony Mm-hmm. So seventh graders will be pulled in the morning. Eighth graders will be pulled in the afternoon. I have nothing against award ceremonies. I think they're great. I remember when I was a kid, it meant a lot to me. But as a teacher, you're just like, oh, that's another day. Yeah, I feel like looking at my lesson plans for the month or what I expect to get done for the month, I, I'm like, I plan very conservatively. Um, even with like the rep I choose and stuff for spring concert, knowing that there are probably going to be a million little things that pop up just mm-hmm. lots of little things you know it can be pulled for testing or it could be a random field day or award ceremony yeah or, field days. or it could be like you know oh my gosh my kid just hit puberty and now i gotta take him to a different kind of doctor or whatever you yeah. know it seems like <laughs> may is happen. the time that people decide and honestly i think it's the time that kids decide they don't want to be at school very much anymore so they their attendance goes down i'd be curious to see the stats on that oh for sure and then parents are going on early vacations they're taking Mm -hmm. people out i had you know a student today tell me okay miss frazier um so this week i'm going to be gone thursday friday and next week i'm going to be gone all week except i'll be there on thursday and then i'm gonna like whoa what are you doing i mean thank you i guess for letting you me know but you're like okay save me some time and tell me when you are gonna be honestly (laughs) yeah it's honestly i just really expect that and then i'm like pleasantly surprised when i have five days in a row that my whole class is there i'm like oh cool Mm -hmm. now we're gonna get this done faster awesome Mm yeah so don't be surprised and it's random things they start putting in all the drills and i don't know if your school is like this but i feel like every once in a while it's we'll be hit with like three drills Mm, for mm -hmm. something um but yeah that's just it's may it's Mm -hmm. may it's may (laughs) that's the theme it's may and you know just say that every day this month yeah something comes up and i say wow thanks a lot may it's may it's a month that you can plan for but you can't plan for you need yeah. to be so flexible well and because of that because of everything that there is going on i feel like this month goes by incredibly fast which is nice like mm-hmm. i just feel like may usually happens on the blink of an eye i am, will not be surprised if it is the last day of school tomorrow because i'm just mm-hmm. like that's how fast it goes by when you're busy time flies you know so that is one kind of good thing is i feel like this is certainly the grind um students are not as responsive in this time of year (laughs) and i know it's not just me that is having this situation but you know the students are they start tuning you out which is the annoying part i'm like yes you play french horn you have to warm up before you start just playing random stuff because it's cool okay before you play jurassic park as loud as you possibly can in two different octaves you need to warm up okay lip slurs and they just get sick of hearing stuff like that so they tune you out and you have to be all the more diligent in you know you have to keep your thumb pressed down on them mm-hmm. even though it's the end of the year and everybody really doesn't want to keep pushing but we have to it's our job yeah they it's like when you were in high school and you had senioritis right mm-hmm. except it happens every year around this time of year mm-hmm. and i get it i was like that as a kid too i was like oh 
the the summer's coming summer's coming it's so close it's so close and then that's all they think about um and it does kind of fast kind of as a teacher I feel it too I feel it too I gotta fight it but I feel it too Mm -hmm. um but there are I mean there are some cool things here here's some of my favorite things about May number one your beginners are not beginners anymore yes I love, that love it. I love mm-hmm. it. We are talking about 6-8 right now, one of my classes, and we're just nice. having a grand old time playing some Pop Goes the Weasel, um, <laughs> some Row, Row, Row Your Boat. Um, you can push those those top kids really far right now mm-hmm. and you know bring everybody else too, and they get to learn all of these extra things. Um, I remember when I was in sixth grade, my band director taught us to double tongue at the end of the year in sixth grade and no one could do it let's just pull it out of the hat yeah why not we're just having a good day and you know it was just one random day and I remember it was just and as a kid it was just fun that was like Um, today in my beginner clarinet class we were working on a scale that we hadn't learned yet so working on scale and making really good progress like they were just picking it up as we we weren't having to review or fix things a lot it was just like mm -hmm. happening and I stopped for a second I was like guys wow, we are doing great today. And they, they all kind of looked around and I was like, do you remember when yes. I said, this is a read? Do you remember when I had you <laughs> rip open the package and we touched the read for the first mm-hmm. time and I explained what that even was and they like started giggling and everything. I was like, I'm so glad we're here now. <laughs> and they were like, yeah, that just feels like so long ago. And I was like, it really wasn't that long ago. And you guys are playing real stuff now so yes and in the back of my mind I love that in the back of my mind I'm thinking like but that read talk is right around the corner like you know it's so hard to go from end from spring concert I mean it's hard but it's not you know but to go from spring concert back to having a group of kids that are like from day one square zero and you're just like um like okay please do not pick up your case like that the latches weren't latched and everything fell out Ugh. and I've said that before you know <laughs> you have to go I, back way all the way to there <laughs> I, I love this time of year because they're really not beginners I mean a lot mm-hmm. of your kids could step into a band right now and that's the point right we, mm-hmm. we, we get them so far I love I love having that conversation I usually have that conversation when we the first time when we talk about cut time for the first time because we go back to the very first lines in the book and I teach them what cut time is that's and cool yeah it's fun and you can fly through a bunch of and a bunch of lines and it kind of helps those kids that need a little review they they kind of could come along too but the kids are always like oh miss Frazier do you remember when we couldn't play such and such and I'm like yeah could you imagine and they're like ah. <laughs> and they just <laughs> they have the greatest time in the past I've also um had them with you know the smaller classes and I have their permission and no faces or anything but I've recorded their first note they've ever played Mm -hmm. and then I'll play it on like the last Mm -hmm. day of school and it's just a fun time and the kids are like oh we've grown so much and we've done this and this and this and um it's always always fun to do with 
the concert F as well when you're teaching a full band class. Ooh, to yeah. The first time they ever play concert F or, or any exercise that you want to use as your daily drill, mm. record them the first time they play it and then show that to them around UIL time or show that to them at the end of the year and they're just like, oh, what? <laughs> like, did you hear that instrument started like two beats earlier? And you're like, yeah, I know. I know. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> it's so it's so fun and you know a lot of times they don't realize how much progress they've made um until you remind them you remember i had to tell you what a treble clef was you remember that i had to tell you what that was and they were like oh yeah <laughs> like you you've made so much progress i love sixth grade i love beginners yeah um, that's one of my like favorite things about this year beginners yeah yeah um also with the ba- with the performing bands they're so far advanced. They're ensembles now. You can play. Mm-hmm. I love after spring concert. Just getting out some hard stuff and playing through it. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. it's fun. It's fun. I mean, it's just Honestly, nice spring concert is my favorite concert of the whole oh, year. Oh, I agree. And I think I everyone agree. knows that. Or probably a lot of people feel that way. But one, I like that I can program whatever I want, you know, because there's no PML. Well, I understand the purpose of the PML for UIL, but I'm just glad that we don't have that for, for a spring concert for some weird right. reason. So I can program whatever I want. And a lot of times I like to do new stuff. I like to take that as an opportunity mm-hmm. to buy something new. And I'm like, oh, that sounds kind of cool. And I just really like, you know, so I'm a middle school teacher. I like doing like Fast and loud for the spring concert. Yeah. Like, not gonna lie. And you know, if I was a Fast better and person, loud and some yeah. minor key. <laughs> yeah. If I was a better person, maybe I would try and and you know flex those brain muscles and try something a little bit legato. But I am just not that brave or that um, patient <laughs> right now. So I'm like, let's do. You know, well, we're do- we're playing fireball. I'm just gonna say that we're playing fireball at our oh, spring concert. Fireball. It has an exclamation point at the end. That's how you know it's perfect for the spring concert. There you oh go. Oh my god, I have a love hate with fireball. I think everybody has a love hate <laughs> with fireball. But you know, kids I don't love think it. I've done it before with a band. So at least it's, it's a good, not it's like, a good piece. At least it hasn't like worn me out or anything. You know, like I'm not yeah. overdone on it, but I'm I'm really excited to do it. And I just always really enjoy the spring concert because um because it you know it does have sentimental value too like i'm i'm not a super mushy gushy band director like i don't get teary-eyed about every little thing and i don't have a lot of heart to hearts with my band but the spring concert is always kind of my chance to to tell the parents Mm -hmm. like like your kids have really done it this year and like to tell the kids look at you you know look at what you just played look at how much fun you had and especially this year, oh my gosh, you know, the oh, fact that we'll yeah. even get to do a concert in person, you know, this is going to be our beginner's first concert, mm-hmm. um, and I'm so excited for them to get to do it. It's also one of those things that it kills me that it is their first, because I think a lot of them are that are not currently signed up to continue in band probably would have had a lot of fun at a winter concert and I Mm -hmm. you know would it have made all the difference in the world no but it would have been something in the pro column encouraging them to stay in band and so but you know we always say it's never too late to change your mind to stay in band so they still have a chance but the spring concert is like such a cool feeling for the kids I mean I don't remember much from my first few years playing my instrument but I remember my performances I remember how I felt I remember my sixth grade spring concert when 
two days beforehand, I had been rollerblading and a cat ran out in front of me when I was rollerblading, just like right in front of me. And I fell and I skidded down the street. I scraped both my knees. I scraped both of my elbows. I scraped my hand. I still have a scar. And I scraped the side of my face. Now, oh my this, god yeah no like i seriously like fell okay this, this is not, took a turn <laughs> i skid all the way down like a portion of my street okay so i then i showed up to band class the next day uh-huh. and i was like first chair flute you know and my band director was like what happened to you like i had a scrape on my face like oh, i no. looked probably quite um interesting and I remember being really self-conscious because the side of my face that was scraped was the side that the audience saw because of where I sat in first chair flute so I was I was that kind of flute player who was sitting there with like my perky ponytail probably wearing a cute dress with scabs all over me (laughs) from rollerblading meanwhile I I, yeah (laughs) I was gonna say meanwhile I had a kid ask me today if he had to play because he his cat scratched his chin and you (laughs) took it whole (laughs) seriously I was not my god there's nothing that could have happened to me in my life that would have kept me from playing in that concert I will just tell you that right now I was like (laughs) so in (laughs) I have great memories of spring concerts I have well one spring, con- my sixth grade spring concert, I remember we played The Tempest, and Ooh. I thought that was Classic. the coolest song ever. I was like, you just wait till this audience hears me play The Tempest. <laughs> you just wait. I play the same note over and over again, but I play it so, like, I just loved it. We played this one piece when I was in seventh or eighth grade called Blues for a Killed Cat. I I don't remember who it's by. I have no idea. I, I've looked it up before. Haven't found it since. Um, but I remember the horns played like low C, like in the bass clef. All don't right. know why. But my band director made a, had a stuffed animal cat and made a slideshow of it getting run over by a truck. And it was so funny to us in middle school. We were like, this is the funniest thing oh in the world. Oh my gosh. I'll never forget it. It was so, mm-hmm. I mean... I mean, you know, not- I really need to get more quirky stuff like that going in in my teaching and in my band program. I often think about how I can be weirder and funnier. Maybe. Because, you know, <laughs> I, I need to start, like, really working on my, my weird factor because I'm a middle school teacher You're and that's the thing. Factor. Yeah. That's so funny. Well, maybe don't run over a stuffed animal cat. But when I was yeah. in middle school, I thought it was funny, and we had a great time. <laughs> um, no, I think being a middle school director, you're, you have to be a little weird, right? Aren't we all a little weird? Yeah, I mean, I am weird, but, but do I share that side with, with my students? Not necessarily. I'm very, like, business-like. I'm not going to really? lie. I mean, and that's okay. we, we just do so much. Well, that's the thing. It's like I have personality when I'm teaching but I'm so like filled with, for lack of a different word that I can't think of right now, like pedagogy. Like I'm so, mm-hmm. I'm teaching so much that I, I don't have the other, I'm silly while I teach, but I don't have something that's silly just to be silly or something that's weird just to be weird, you know? Mm-hmm. And that truly is, I think, what is memorable for middle school kids as part of their band experience. And I just think it's a, a, 
part of it that you need to have. And, and I have not worked on that yet. So that's, that's one of my personal goals. You know, <laughs> to be weirder. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I think my kids would tell me that I'm weird enough. There are some times I go on a tangent and they're like, Miss Frazier, we have stuff to do. I'm like, you're right, you're right. We got to keep going. Uh, thank you, students. <laughs> but, um, you know, when I really, this is something I miss this year. And a highlight of May when it stops um, is sectionals. Because I mm-hmm. love sectionals, it's an it's an opportunity for us to get you know yeah definitely close with lots our kids, of relationship lots of re- building exactly. Um, but I'm not gonna lie, in May when we stop those sectionals for the oh, year, it feels good. It feels that's good. a good feeling. I'm not it gonna lie, good. and I love like sectionals. But... You gave yourself time back, and it's mm-hmm. nice. Yeah, we took our band hall open hours from being open till 5 p.m. you know Monday Tuesday Wednesday Thursday to now it's only open till 5 p.m. on Tuesday Thursday and we're like we're we're like kids in a candy store when we look at each other on Monday we're like okay bye all right bye like we're leaving and I mean so realistically I still have things I need to do sometimes I end up staying till five anyways but it's nice to get things done in the peace and quiet instead of in the super loud band hall Um, which, you know, don't get me wrong. I love it when kids practice. I love it when they stay. I like seeing them. I I like being there when they practice because then I can be like, you fool, you need to practice better. But, um, check your key signature. Yeah. Check. I mean, yeah, check, just check, (laughs) check everything. No, I get it. This is, this is the time of year that you can, you know, kind of step back just a second i mean your kids have finals they have these star tests that they got to worry about you know give them a little mm-hmm. grace um okay so some end of the year stuff that is a necessity for us not the fun stuff but things like inventory mm-hmm. inventory a i always have to take allergy pills when it's inventory time <laughs> i don't know if that's just me Getting all these instruments out, checking serial numbers, making sure they're in charms or cut time or whatever we're using. Um, It's not fun, Mm -hmm. um, but it does need to be done. And you know what? There is a... uh, Okay, speaking of not fun things, inventory, cleaning up your band hall for the year, going through your music library, making sure it's up to date, um, uh, putting your... Like, updating your charms and graduating your kids to the next year, all of that stuff. I don't like but it feels so good when it's done Mm -hmm. and you leave the band hall all clean and organized and I I tend to do it oh I love it I tend to start working on those little projects even now well especially now because I don't have a spring concert this year but I will start doing them so that we're only here like maybe at one work day Mm -hmm. um, at the end of school and then you walk out of the band hall and it's just oh it's just such a good feeling Mm -hmm. Yes. Leaving everything so organized and it's a pain. It is a pain in the butt to do, but it feels good when it's done. Amen. Yes, it does. Yeah. I for me, the end of the year is is really a good time because I am very reflective. I like mm. to reflect on the year. Honestly, I reflect on like every month. I go over, did I reach my goals? What did I do well? What did I not do well? I mean, don't get me wrong. It can kind of be bad sometimes because I'm very, very tough on myself. But I do like to reflect on what worked this year and what didn't work. Like Mm -hmm. one of the biggest things that I like to do is 
basically when the school year starts, I start a document in my Google Drive. No one else can see it, just me, of like little notes to myself as the year goes through. So sometimes it'll be like, Amanda, don't start on the F scale with this beginner class. That was stupid. Start with the C scale or whatever. Like a little (laughs) note to myself or it'll be like, um, don't forget this time of year, make sure you do yada, 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 or like just little, it's been great because then at the end of the year, and actually I'll look at it again in August as I get ready and I'll kind of check back occasionally. Like, I wonder if there's anything in my notes about how this went last year. Mm -hmm. Um, and sometimes it'll be little things like didn't order enough larger t-shirts, make sure that you don't just order a bunch of smalls or whatever. And so I put little notes like that in there. But at the end of the year, I like to read through that and really reflect on what worked, what didn't work, and start formulating in my mind you know, systems that will make us more efficient. I enjoy that. And mm-hmm. I really enjoy when I work with people who are open to having conversations like that, which so far has been the case. Like I set a meeting with our percussion director that we're super lucky to have on our campus every day. Um, but I realized that in my own reflection, that I had not been communicating with him very well. Like, he was finding out things from me, but it was almost kind of like, well, it was like always in passing because he's always coming and going. And Mm -hmm. he would find out about something like days after I had discussed it with the other director. And I felt bad that I kept like springing things on him. He's been really cool about it, but I felt bad. And so I like had a meeting with him and was like, first of all, let me just say, I have a personal goal of being better about communicating with you next year and so that you're not finding out things super last minute. And I, but then I was like, how do you like things to be communicated to you? So then we kind of made a plan and then I got a, a chance to ask him, you know, what did I do well? What did, what did, what went well? What can we change? And it was like very like open and productive, constructive conversation. And it leaves the door open for more conversations like that later. But even, and I got to give a huge like, shout out to the director that I work with. Um, you know, he's Mm -hmm. the associate director on my campus, super great guy. Um, but to his credit, and and this is what makes him a better person than me, because when I was an associate (laughs) director, I didn't say stuff like this enough of like, Hey, can we sit down and talk about what we can do better? Because I'd really like to, um, be better for you is, and he basically said exactly that to me. And I was like, That felt great because I was like, there are things that we can do better as a team. There are things that maybe I've noticed that he can, like just little tweaks that might make our year go smoother. That And some of it is like, I've put it in the notes. So we'll probably Mm -hmm. sit down at some point and just be like, so what worked, what didn't work? And just kind of what's on your mind right now? Because then you have all summer to unpack it further and kind of really make plans. But now that you're at the end of the year and you're still in it, you still have those kids sitting right in front of you, staring mm-hmm. you in the face, you start to realize. Like one big thing that I'm noticing that I know we're going to talk about when him and I sit down is I want our beginners to be stronger with counting. Like, yes, we started the year agreeing that we were going to count and count this way and do this kind of stuff, but we didn't have like a competition or we didn't have a structure of how regularly we were going to count or um, what was going to be motivating us to keep the counting going besides like, okay, when we learn a line, we're going to count the line. Well, now I'm thinking in my head, like, let's get creative. Let's start a counting competition. Let's do 
you know, a daily counting challenge or something. Like we'll find different ways to just make it part of the fabric of our program even more so because we started the process of agreeing on what we want to do and how, but we didn't take it to the next level. And now we're going to have a chance to do that. This so, is such a good time. I love time. this. Yeah, <laughs> no, I, this is such a good time for reflection. And it's, it, okay, it, honestly, it, it, everything is hard right now because we're exhausted. We're being mm-hmm. pulled in 50 different directions. Um, but, and we're finishing out the year. Okay. Don't mm-hmm. forget to finish this year, right? And finish it strong. <laughs> yeah. I think some people are like, oh, okay, we have two more weeks left. I guess I'm done. No, 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 no. You mm-hmm. still have two weeks left. You could get so much done, but you can do so much reflection. I love that. I love that, um, that little document to yourself. I might have to start that for next year. You should. It's I've, been really great for me. I, it's been really great. Here's something I'm really excited about that I did is I just bought my new planners for next year <gasps> i can't wait I to buy mine i so i, I asked bought them the this counselors morning. i was like to our counseling staff i was like when will you guys know when like which order our classes are going to be in because it always mm-hmm. kind of changes at least on my campus it does so it's like when will you guys know what order our beginner classes will be in and the counselor you could tell was like taking my question very seriously and he was like well to be honest you know we still have a lot of missing pieces and it's probably not going to be till this day and I was like well don't worry I'm not trying to pin you down because like the band program needs to know right now I was like I just want to order my planners without having to pay yeah. rush shipping <laughs> and he was like wow and I was like I but really though <laughs> I, I was just like, ordered I them today them, so <laughs> I need to get time to customize my planner See, I, um, well, our our schedule is always the same each year, and we're very lucky for that, um, and we can plan on that. But I get my, ugh, I just ordered it today. I'm so excited. If anybody wants to do nerdy planner talk, just hit me up. Let's same. do it. Um, but I get little personalized stickers from Etsy, and I use those to That's personalize That's legit. My yeah. That's cool. <laughs> I what like a that. Nerdy thing. Oh, but I'm very excited about that. And it's like a fresh thing. I always do my planners in the school year, like from like July to June, you right? That the that, that academic year instead of January. Um, and you can start thinking about this next year and reflecting and what do you want to change? What do you want to keep the same? What worked for you? Don't forget to remember your achievements. That's such mm-hmm. a huge thing. And the things that you did well and that your kids did well. And that mm-hmm. even in this COVID year, there's great things that have happened. Well, I wonder if you do what people have told me to do. And I, I definitely do this and I love it. Um, do you keep a, like a good stuff folder? Yeah, a feel-good folder. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I have a feel-good folder. The end I of the year two. is a great time to look through that. That's true. I have two. I have a physical one, and then I have one on my computer for, like, nice emails and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Uh, yeah, feel-good folder is yeah. do it. You got to have do it because sometimes you're going to feel really crappy and oh, not, yeah. not want to do the thing anymore. So you got to have that. But I like looking at that at the end of the year, and I want to eventually get so so on top of my life that I will scrapbook my good stuff folder Aww, at the end cute. of every year. That's the plan, but <laughs> come ask me in five years if I've started. Yeah, right, <laughs> if, you, if you did it every year. Um, what else is happening in May? I mean, I feel like there's just so much. You have to be patient and you have to be flexible. Mm-hmm. That's, what I, that's what I tell my kids. I'll be like, okay, I need your flexibility. And they're like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, with schedules and with kids being taken out and oh suddenly they're not here auditions that's what I wanted to talk about 
end of year auditions. What do you th- what What are your feelings about those? Mm. They're I kind of like them. Yeah, they're yeah. exciting because you can. It's a chance for those kids that have been on the on the edge of of motivation. <laughs> it's kind of mm-hmm. the the last chance for them to show you what they've got, you know? And I think a lot yeah. of times kids do actually ante up because they start thinking, oh, this is going to be my class next year. This is where I'm going to be. Mm-hmm. And I enjoy seeing that. I, I think it's a big turning point for a lot of kids. And, you know, I know that some programs might not do it or they might do it a million different ways. And that's fine. But I just like having that chance to for kids to individually sum up their year. And I think mm-hmm. that's cool. And there's always kids that surprise you, and that makes mm-hmm. me so happy. That just fills me up. Um, and I, I don't know. I just enjoy it. And then you post the results for next year, and there's always, you know, oh, my gosh, I can't believe how well I did. And, you know, you're seeing them looking forward to the next year, which is so exciting. I like auditions. I Well, I, and I hate them. I hate doing them myself. I was always <laughs> so nervous. Um, we're doing recorded auditions this year. What are you guys doing? Are you doing in um, person? In person. Enough yeah. of our kids are in person that we're going to just go for it. Although, of course, we're going to record the kids playing in person just in case mm. there's someone who is concerned about their placement. Then we can say, here's the recording. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of overkill, but since this is my first time doing auditions as a head director, you know, I don't want any pushback from anybody, so I'm just going to kind of say, you know, okay, so-and-so, come on in, and I'm just going to press record on the iPad and yeah. have them, and just that way I have the audio file, because sometimes, I, I do think that sometimes kids just have an inflated impression of, of their progress, and so they really think they're going to get placed a certain way, and it's just not in the cards, and and, you know, sometimes, sometimes parents or kids can be unpleasantly surprised, in which case it's nice to have a backup and just say, well, you know, let's let's watch this video together. I've never had to do that, but I would be prepared to, like, right. well, let's watch this video together and let's talk about how this audition went and talk about how your year went because that's part of it. Like, I made sure to include in our audition information, yeah, like, same. this performance along with student performance from the year will be considered mm-hmm. for your placement. We have enough kids that are still online right now that um, we are doing recorded auditions. And some of our in-person kids are like, heck yeah, because now I can mm-hmm. record it as many times as I want to yeah. and then give give you guys my best one. So it will take a long time to listen to, but I mean, so do regular auditions. Yeah, you can so. listen to it on your couch. Yeah, ooh, true, 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 true. I might do that. <laughs> yeah, we're just going to do ours in person. And I think that'll be good because I do really um, – yeah, I'm still getting to know the kids in my program. I'm still fairly new here. And so I want to see what they're able to do in a live performance setting. There are some kids that I believe that they would re-record to, for a million bajillion mm-hmm. takes and get a very good audition. But in reality, especially if they're going to be an honors band, they might need to be able to do it in the first take, you know? Yeah. And so no, I get it's it. kind of nice to see that what they can do. Um, no, I agree. I agree. I love um, live auditions. You know, there's something to be said for for virtual ones too. Um, if I had a choice, if all was equal, um, we would we would do live auditions. But things are different this year, and that is okay. Yep. 
That is okay. So as you're going to May, through May, because we're in May right now. I've also, I've felt like it was May for two weeks already, but it hasn't <laughs> been. It's, it's that year. I feel like that feeling of May has started earlier than ever. <laughs> yeah. Um, keep playing. That's my advice. Keep playing and learning hard stuff. Give them challenges. Give them challenges. Learn some new weird stuff. Do some technique that you haven't done in a while. Give them the piece that's really, really hard. Um, because other classes, not banned, but other classes are going to stop working. Mm-hmm. And are, I mean, quite honestly, and they're just going to phone it in for the rest of the year. But, you know, and this is just how I feel, but not, not in my room. Not in our yep. room. We have too many things to do um, and too many things to learn. And a lot of times this is a kid's favorite time of year. So keep pushing. Um, get your laps in for star test. <laughs> and um, Wear your comfy shoes. Wear your comfy shoes and make up games in your mind about, you know, what the shoes they're wearing and yep. what kind of pencils they're using. I don't know. Yeah. Whatever it takes. <laughs> I wouldn't say that I have so much advice for May, but I will just share my personal goals. First of all, I want to stay positive because I have been a little bit of a negative Nancy. It's just me being grumpy and tired. So I am aiming to be a little more positive, a little less like complainy because that's how Mm. I get. I'm not going to lie. It's easy to be complainy. Yes. So I want to complain less and I want to keep the energy up. Yeah. And I also want my, this year specifically, I want my kids to feel that I really care about what we've done this year. And I say that because I'm new to the campus and like eighth graders have only been with me for a little while, but I want them to really know that what we did this year was important to me. Like I'm not just looking to the next year or whatever, but that what we have been through and survived this year and what we've been able to accomplish is a really huge deal to me. And I'm honestly, I'm never going to forget this year and the experiences mm-hmm. that I've had with these kids because it has been such, um, you know, it's, it's been such a successful year in the face of a lot of adversity. So I just want to make my kids feel that before they go to summer and then they don't think about it ever again. <laughs> <laughs> or anything. They just, yeah, you know. Yeah veg out which I'm also going to do so I get it I get it same no I love those goals I think that's a great way to think about the end of the year it gets hard this time of year um, but there's a goal in sight and there are things to do and you know make your kids feel special and loved and make some music amen as simple as that well I think it's about time to wrap this up Mm -hmm. so Thank you so much for everyone who is listening to our podcast episodes. And those of you who are sending us feedback, we really appreciate that. Yes, um, definitely. Please keep, keep it, it coming. Yeah, and send this to anyone that you think might want to hear it. Um, but thank you guys so much. This is The Band Hall, a YBDT podcast. Follow us on Instagram at YoungBandDirectorsTX and find more information about joining YBDT at our website, YoungBandDirectorsOfTexas.org.